in today's episode, we're talking about how you can start planning now so you can give yourself a big fat end of year bonus in December. Welcome to JFDI with the two Lauras. Today's episode is a nice, quick, short and snappy one with one big actionable tip that you are going to love. But before we get into it, hello, we are the two Lauras and we're here to share all of our inside secrets to building a successful and sustainable business as a freelance marketer. We are online business owners, we are social media marketers, we are ads managers, and we run one of the biggest memberships for freelance social media managers, the Inner Hub. We're going to pop a link for that in the show notes. So let's just start with why we want to do this episode today, because I suspect that giving yourself a bonus is a novel idea to many freelancers. You may not ever have given yourself a bonus, but Laura Davis, I know that this is something you've always done, right? Yes, always. Before I went self-employed, which was a long time ago, I worked um, in the voluntary sector and it used to really irritate me <laughs> when I had friends who worked in the private sector and at the end of the year, they'd be like, oh, I've got my bonus, so I'm going to go and book a holiday or buy this or do this. And in the voluntary sector, there, there ain't no bonuses. There's nothing. <laughs> um, and it used to, like, I know that's my choice. I chose to work in the voluntary sector and I could have gone to work in the private sector and got myself a bonus job if I wanted to. And then I met my husband who also works in the private sector and he also gets an annual bonus. And it would really irritate me. So as soon as I went self-employed and this is my first business, I said to myself, I'm going to pay myself a bonus every year. Now, this is not like some city banker in London who <laughs> gets get a six-figure bonus. Not no? getting six-figure bonuses. But I was giving myself it was like a little gift at the end of the year where I would go well bloody done and some years it was really small it might just be something which you know 50 quid a spa treatment or just go shopping or bought some shoes that I really liked it was small things and there have been years that I've done big things there's been years that I haven't because it's all relative to how kind of successful financially that I've been that year and I don't just sit there every month and go right I'm going to go and put some money away for a bonus but there are lots of little things that I've done over the years that have meant when it comes to the end of the year there is a little bit of extra money there. I just have to say, I am loving this. I'm loving this idea. <laughs> but it's like at the moment, like we've got to pay our corporation tax, which oh. quite frankly, I've been putting off. But I know I've put extra in there. So I know when we go and pay it, the thing that will make us feel better is that there will there'll be money left over and it will soften the blow because we'll think we've got extra money that we didn't know we had. Well, I knew we had. And so sometimes things like so, hang on. So what you're telling me is that I'm due a bonus. Uh, kind of, yeah. Oh, I'm excited. It's, it's, per, it's performance related for you, though. Oh God. Um, yeah. So that's why that's why I did it. There's no there's no other reason apart from I was jealous of people who used to have a bonus. So I wanted well, I one too. And I think that's that is a good point though, because as freelancers, we don't get all of those benefits of being employed, do we? So why not give ourselves a bonus? 
No, well, you've got to give yourself your own benefits, haven't you? Really? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, hang on then. What do we need to do now to make sure that we can get an end of year bonus in December? Because obviously we're in January as we're recording. We've got 12 months. What do we need to do? Well, I think the first thing you probably want to do is give yourself a bit of a target, like a rough idea how much... Well, not necessarily how much, like you could say, right, I want to have put aside £100 by the end of the year because I, you know, I want to do whatever I want to do. Or you could just say, I want to be able to buy a pair of AirPods or an iPad or a new computer or a holiday, like whatever it is. Obviously, your goals will probably be related to your income and your forecasted income but you want to give yourself a bit of a a goal a target to work towards and it may well be you get to the end of the year and you can buy yourself two pairs of shoes if you've you know if you've done really well but I think having a goal is going to it always motivates people doesn't it um and it well it certainly motivates me so do you think we need to be specific in terms of like what that bonus is when you say goal do you mean well well, you can't I think it just depends on a each individual person doesn't it Mm. like I would sit here now knowing full well there's a pair of boots I really want but come December I probably won't want them and they and they might not be in stock (laughs) um so you can be very specific and like one year when I said which was the big year for me and I said I'm going to pay for my family to go to Lapland that was a big (laughs) huge target um but it did motivate me like total burnout that year trying to get there. I have to say, I'll never do it again. We're never going back. But I, I was very specific that year about what I wanted to do. But I do think that comes down to like personal preference. You can be very specific, but I think you have to have a goal, but it doesn't have to be specific in terms of, what it actually is. And so I know you were, you were joking clearly when you said about performance related to me just now, but do you think that it should be that way? Like if you've only done X, Y, Z, you can claim your bonus or do you think it's, you have, it's that you've had that certain amount of money in the pot and then you can take it out? Well, at the end of the day, the reality is you need to have the money in the bank to be able to pay it. Mm. So paying yourself a bonus is performance related because if you don't, achieve financial targets or have a financial income that you'd hope, then you're not going to be able to save as much. Therefore, your bonus isn't going to be as big. So I think by default, it's performance related. But you could say, I'm going to put this money aside um, and we'll talk about how you can do that in a bit. But if I haven't got four or five clients, whatever it is, by the end of the year, I'm not going to pay myself. It will roll into next year. You could be like that. Yeah, because if you did do that and you you could get to the end you know you said if I haven't got if I'm not ending this year with four solid clients or however many it is and you get to December and actually you've just lost all your clients then you probably shouldn't pay that bonus because that's your buffer money while you're trying to replace them I guess so in that respect it probably is quite a good idea like we're all different aren't we if that was me I would probably think I'm still going on holiday (laughs) well I think sorry I've worked my bloody ass off this year and if you know, sometimes we lose clients for no fault of our own and often mm. it's no fault of our own. And sometimes we need that pickup, don't we? We need that, well, fuck it, I'm going to treat myself. And, you know, this is probably all, uh, someone's going to message saying that I need some therapy about my association with money. But <laughs> like sometimes um, 
like sometimes it's okay to just say, well, okay, shit, I didn't do that. And so, you know, like I could sit here now and say, right, this is what we want to achieve by the end of the year. But then I could have a child who's poorly all year and I don't actually yeah. get any work done or something else could happen within my family, which is going to be my priority, which could affect how much we generate. And therefore that's not because I've not worked hard. It's just because there have been situations out of my control that have prevented me from hitting those goals, either, you know, monetary or not. But that doesn't necessarily mean that we don't deserve a bit of a pick me up at the end of the year because we do work hard as freelancers and self-employed. And I think knowing that you've got that little treat is nice. It's motivating, but like we'll all have different ways in which we're motivated. But I think everyone deserves an end of year bonus and nearly right. went, and it's on me it's not <laughs> no, no. Uh, it's definitely not on, it's not on us um, let's just put that in the t's and c's um right tell me then how do we get the money in the bonus pot okay so there are different ways that i've done this over time so for us we have we use Starling Bank, um, so we have spaces. And I think other banks do similar to this now. I don't think it's just Starling. So, it, but Starling has these things called spaces, which are pots of money that you can move money into, and you, it means that you can't spend that money unless you move it back into that main account. Um, and I use Starling for my personal accounts, my joint accounts, our business accounts are all in there. My other business, so I'm fully Starlinged up. This podcast um, is not sponsored by Starling, just <laughs> yeah. FYI. But it bloody should be, shouldn't it? If anyone knows anyone at Starling. Um, so we use our spaces, but you could just use a savings account, another account, like a savings account. Um, I don't recommend taking the money out and putting it under your mattress, but you know, you just want to have a place that you can put <laughs> My nan actually cash. did used to do that. Is she still alive? Should we go around? No, no, she's not. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so we physically, we use a Starling space account and, um, but yeah, you just obviously need your own little monetary and i think that's really important isn't it it needs to be moved out of your account that you because otherwise you'll spend it yeah Yeah, i would and i totally would and it's out of sight out of mind so it's only when Mm. i go into my spaces and it's right down at the bottom of our spaces that i'll think oh yeah we've got that so but it's yeah it's out of sight out of mind so it's nice then when you do occasionally capture your eye and you can see it kind of growing. Nice. Anyway, so, um, yeah, so it's in that Starling pot for us. More recently in modern day, we have been using the Roundup automated feature that you've got in Starling. And I know there are plenty of other features. Now, they didn't have this back when I first started out self-employed, but it is brilliant. So basically, if we pay... I think actually I don't really fully understand how it works. If but I think if we pay something that's like a random number, yeah, it rounds like, it up to a round number. Yeah, so like four pound fifty. Depending on how we've there are different settings and different amounts that you want to round up, it will round up that money to say five pounds or what have you, and move that automatically. So it's only ever kind of small pennies and pounds like pounds it's never like big chunks of money so in the the theory being that you're not going to miss that money um and there are plenty of other apps that don't that use it and integrate with different banks isn't yeah there? so like- i use i use the, an app called chip and that's linked to our personal account so and obviously there's lots of things that go out of our personal account which are random numbers and it rounds them up in much the same way as you just said. And I actually just opened my chip account to see how much money it's in oh, there. Yeah, and on, I'm actually quite on. shocked. Go on. How <laughs> so much have you my got? balance in there 
is £2,444.90, which I completely forgot that I even had. It's it's never crossed my mind that I'm even saving that money. Oh my God, let's go spend it. (laughs) Uh, Maybe I will. Yeah, so we've got, I'm just looking in ours now, we've got like £2,000 in ours, but and that's been over a over a while hasn't it because we don't mm. use that as our bonus pot so that's but that's like pennies and over time yeah. it's not it's so it's all added up i'm going to go and have a look in my um hang on in my joint account so this is the joint account which has <laughs> got no money in oh steady on nora <laughs> what you got Do you want to know how pounds? much i've got no 18 <laughs> 34 pounds and 50 pence i feel like i've just won something and, I and just it say. says it says here what percentage i am towards my target i can't remember what the target was but it was clearly big because i am 0.3 percent away from my target <laughs> so we've got a lot of work to do this year laura okay i <laughs> oh, love that they are the kind of really simple easy way of doing things and you don't even notice and as it's I kind mentioned, of automated isn't it yeah exactly and it's never big chunks of money so you don't ever think oh my god and what happens if I'm not going to be able to afford it it will mm. be small amounts of money and at the end of the day if shit hits the fan and something awful happens you can obviously take the money out at any point you don't have to wait for your Christmas bonus Although I would caveat and say it's got to be proper shit hits the fan you can't just keep yeah. dipping into your bonus money because otherwise no otherwise there's no point yeah Yeah. so another way in which i this so this is the way i've always done it is when i put my money away at the end of every month like i go on my spreadsheet (laughs) i look at what my income is what my expenditure is what i'm left with i figure out my tax for that month and i put the tax away i put extra away so if i if you would normally say put 20 25 percent away for your tax and national insurance and stuff I would try and put 30% away, which some months I'm like, I don't really want to do that. I want to keep that. But I'd Mm. really try and force myself to put that 30% away because like the situation Laura and I have got at the moment is that when we pay that tax bill, we will have a little bit of money left. And that is a nice, nice feeling. Like it's such a nice feeling when you've got to pay your tax. So if you can afford it, try and it doesn't have to be a percentage it can just be i'm going to chuck an extra tenner in it yeah. you know it doesn't have to be big chunks of money just whatever you can afford but pop it in like honestly it will really help and it does add up so that is and that is how i have consistently done this has been the main way that i've done things over the years where i can i've always put more than i could afford away um and that's not every month it just depends um So that is, yeah, my main ways to do it. So pay extra into your tax pot, which you all should be doing. I think we should caveat this with saying if you're not putting money away every month for that tax, then like start now. You shouldn't be getting your tax bill at the end of the year and going, right, shit, where am I going to get this money from? You should be able to get your, do your tax return, get your amount you owe and be able to in theory go in your bank account and pay it like you should be saving that money every month throughout the year it's not your money to spend and another way is that sometimes you could sit there and think well hang on i don't pay tax until i earn whatever it is nine thousand something nine thousand ten thousand whatever it is a a year so i'm not going to start putting tax aside until i've hit that now you could be like that 
But equally, you could say, I'm going to put 25% away from the from day one of everything you earn. And then again, you know that you're going to have extra in that pot because you know yeah. that that first 10K wasn't taxed. So that's, you know, we digress slightly. That's not about saving for a bonus, but that is about establishing good habits and good routines that you should all be doing in your businesses at the moment. Love that. Okay, so let's have a just a bit of a chat about some other ways in which you can pop some money for your bonus. So when like we used to do workshops and masterclasses in our like own own businesses, so Laura used to do more masterclasses, I used to do more what kind of workshops. If you gave yourself a target to get like 10 people to come and you're on a workshop, but you managed to book 11 people in, don't just go, woohoo, I've got an extra person put the money, the profit from that one person into your savings pot. Like anything that you do above and beyond what your target was, move it aside, put it into your pot because you'll thank us at the end of the year. That's a really good way as well, just to kind of motivate yourself to sell more, isn't it? Because you know that you're going to be putting it in your bonus pot. Yeah. Another thing that you could do is if you're paying for, say, a scheduler, So you pay for a scheduler because you've got three clients and you pay £100 for argument's sake. And you're okay paying that. You've got the money. It's fine. You're quite comfortable to pay that. But then you drop down a tier because something changes and you don't need that same package. So you drop down to £75 a month for your scheduler. But you, in theory, could still be, you could comfortably still afford the 100. Take that £25 difference, put that into your bonus pot each month. Because if that you can brilliant. afford it, if you can afford it, keep paying it. Like, love that. Keep overpaying things. It's like, you know, when you, they say your mortgage drops, if you can still mm. afford to pay the higher amount that you're paying, keep paying it because chipping away at it will make a difference in of your mortgage yeah. over the long term my husband did this actually he had a loan on his car which was about 200 pound a month i can't remember for his work van and he finished paying off that loan but he still puts automatically the 200 pound away because he was already paying it so he's not noticing it anymore but it's going into our savings account not yeah. the one that i just read out the total of i have to say but yeah <laughs> so he's got this nice little pot of money that hasn't felt like we spent it yeah, it's about, yeah, well, exactly that. It's if you've had the money and then you're taking it away, mm. it feels very different to if you didn't have the money anyway, mm. then it makes no difference whether it's going to a tax pot or a bonus pot or mm. a scheduler pot or whatever, wherever it is going. It doesn't, it makes no difference. You've never had the money. So you, you don't feel like you're losing out. So if anything changes financially where you can still afford to be paying a higher amount that you were for something, but you're not, then move that difference over again into things like a space or into a savings account. Just move it around. So then you're, it will all add up at the end of the year. Nice. Would you say another good way would be to purposefully offer an additional service you could top up your bonus pot? So, for example, if you decided, right, I'm going to add an audit service to my business. I'm already hitting my financial goals, blah, 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 blah. But I'm going to add an audit service and every single penny that I make from that service, I'm going to put in my bonus pot. Is that a good plan, maybe? 
Yeah, you definitely could, especially if you've got your like a, a really specific target and a specific goal, a specific financial goal that you want to be able to give yourself as a bonus and you're maybe partway through the year and you realise that you're possibly not going to achieve that or actually you've changed your mind and you want to upgrade and buy a different pair of boots. That are another You'll fly first class when you're going on your trip. Oh, hello. <laughs> um, then you can pay more into that. You need to think of new ways to pay more into that pot. So you could obviously go back through all of these ideas and up that, up the percentage that you put away for your tax or up the amount that you're top you're doing that automated feature in all these banks that you can do. But yeah, you could always say, well, look, I want to make this amount of money. I'm going to go and offer 10 audits between now and the end of the year. And that's going to make me at least a grand or whatever. Nice. By the way, we talked about audits on episode 35, which was one service you should offer to add an extra £100 to your bank balance every month. So go and listen to episode 35 if you haven't already done so and you're interested in offering audits to your clients. So that's it. So what you'll do is obviously add all these pots of money over the period of a year and then you get to the end of the year and you'll shake your own hand... I'm literally doing that now. You I can't. wish people could see the video that, that I can see. Laura is literally shaking her own hand. Yeah, and give yourself your end of year bonus and you can go wild in the aisles or book yourself that holiday or go and book yourself in for that spa treatment, whatever it is that makes you happy and gives it's like your pat on the back that you've another year has been ticked off of surviving freelance life. Love it. There you go. Right, let's go and pay our corporation tax so we can get our bonus. Oh, I don't think I'm psychologically and, uh, ready for that. Oh, God. <laughs> it's too early in the morning. Yeah, you definitely oh. do need therapy. <laughs> there we go. I hope that episode was useful. Like we said, short, snappy. One thing you can go and do so you can give yourself a bonus at the end of the year. Brilliant tips there from Laura. And yeah, we'll be back next week. Same time, same place. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye.